Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, if Thursday is the new Friday, then we are one hour away from Friday night here on My Talk 1071. We'll see about that. <laughs> um, I'm trying. Is today Thursday? It is, right? All right, this week went pretty fast, know, you we're guys. There. We'll take it. And uh, this hour, we got uh, Lori's Theories coming up. We got a big dirt alert coming up. And I think we got, a, we got a cute story from Jimmy Fallon coming up. We got all sorts of fun coming up. But let's start with Jimmy Fallon. All right, let's okay, do it. So, the late night guys were pretty funny last night. They had a lot of material to work with. And Jimmy Fallon, for whatever reason, he has been recharged. Even the whole way that he starts the show, it sort of starts like a 70s sitcom with the music yep. and him leaving the brownstone. And he's looking so cute with his long he, hair and the casual I think he's style. so handsome looking with the longer hair. And out from behind the desk mm-hmm. and just sitting. I mean, I don't know. It's made him looser and he doesn't seem as... He's not into the gimmicky it. games. Yes, that's, that's it. The, it's absence of all the dumb games that was so much filler for him. Right. And the interviews where he never let anyone else talk. Or he was so busy kind of talking about how much he liked them that there was little room for the people to talk. Right. We do that sometimes. Of but course we do. Anyway, but... I'm with Matt Belanger today, I believe. We yeah. talked over his entire... No, no. A little bit. No, we had to help him. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rocco, they, the pros, they talk over it, but when we do it, we had to help him. That's I mean, that's so great. But I love how you love you. I, I anyway, love it. But he is like being able to be more real. I guess you put your finger on it with mm-hmm. the getting away from the gimmicks. and Because um, he was always about the video, the viralness of his show. When and he I started. always liked his monologue. I always thought he had pretty good jokes in the monologue. But then, and it, then fun, it was over. Yes, yes. It was very much. So it feels like a very different show. So anyway, it was uh, apparently uh, yesterday was... The three-year anniversary of Jimmy losing his mom. And so this is kind of a sweet thing that he has to say to people out there. You know, a lot of people have have lost people, you know, we've... the, with the coronavirus and it's a terrible number and just people in general that would lose people. So it's kind of a sweet story as mom, but then it turns into a story about Tom Cruise. Oh, oh okay. good. All right. Today is the three year anniversary of my mom passing away. And I just wanted to say to anyone whose mom has died that it, it's hard. It's really, really hard. And you think that maybe, you know, maybe time will go by and that you might forget about her, but you don't. It's not a day goes by and you think about her when, Anything happens in the news or anything that you, that's happened that you think she'd laugh about. Um, 
I, I was thinking about, uh, you know, quarantine and people growing their hair and stuff. And I remember I would talk to my mom after the show the next day and she'd critique the show. And, you know, she always loved the show. Everything was perfect, you know. <laughs> but I, I was talking to her. She goes, I love that interview with Tom Cruise. I love his hair. I go, yeah, yeah, he's got uh, good hair. Yeah, yeah. She goes, yeah, I love I loved Tom Cruise. I go, the interview's funny. He's a good guy. She goes, yeah, I really loved his hair. <laughs> yeah, it looked good. Yeah, he's a good, uh, good looking guy. She's like, hey, so good looking. Go, yeah, well, he's Tom Cruise. So, uh, yeah. She's like, yeah, just his hair looks good. His long hair. I go, yeah, I heard you the first eight times. She goes, what I'm saying is your hair's too short. And I go, I don't have Tom Cruise's face. Anyway, uh, just know uh, if anyone's, uh, you know, worried about that, 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 that you, you can feel when your mom's proud of you and uh, <laughs> you can feel the love uh, and just know that she doesn't go away. So just, just sending love to anyone who's out there who's just having a tough time right now. Just know you can get through it. You will get through it. Aw, I mean, isn't that sweet? Because she would love how long his hair is oh, right she now. she would love it. Yeah, so it was just, I thought it was really sweet, uh, you know, way to, like, kind of put that into perspective. Mm, and and like, make it funny. Yeah, and make, make it, it a sweet memory yeah. because... Yeah. Your parents do say stuff sometimes that you're just like, can we, enough, <laughs> enough on that one. Anyway, so we liked uh, Jimmy Fallon getting real. And then um, Holly posted, oh my gosh, I have not, um, I've not gotten my issue of Bazaar, the December issue, but uh, Jillian Anderson. Looks amazing. Oh. From? From the X-Files. Yes. Is how we first met her. She's Agent Scully. Did you watch that show, Rocco? Yes, I enjoyed oh, that one. Yes. Loved that and show. I, found her quite attractive very she is very and she's in sex education as the sex education woman and very always embarrassing seasons? her son i think there's been two seasons that's a great coming of age comedy sure. to watch and she's going to be playing margaret thatcher in the crown but we posted or i should say holly posted a photo and there's one photo of um jillian anderson wearing the most stunning column dress she has such a beautiful face she's stunning she is you know who she looks like a combo of um she looks like a combo of sean penn's ex-wife robin mm -hmm. um and um kate winslet and a little meryl streep yeah i don't know she's she kind of has that kind of looking and robin right pen and the, which she probably has a different name now and and a little um certainly not pen she has a new she's got a new guy she's married she married a yeah. young boy anyway check it out not she, a young boy but she talks about filming it and playing margaret did you Thatcher. think her and david duchovny had good chemistry oh. Where's oh, David yeah. Duchovny? I don't know, we but a, that's a good show. I just show. saw him in the headlines the other day. I think he had like a anti-Trump song or something. Yeah. Wow. That's, okay, so that's another, okay, if you need a sex. show, a sexy show yes. to watch with somebody. What was it called again? California. Have you watched that, Rocco? I have not, no, but I've heard nothing but good things about it. It's, It'll make you horny. It's, it's fun. It's good. And yeah, she and Duchovny had great um, chemistry. Yeah, he was—he's sexy, Very. and he was married to Tia Leone. Tia Leone, and then on, he likes was 
banging around on her. And now, you know, she's found love with Tim Daly, her co-star for yeah, Madam Secretary. And he's like flip-flopping around with some 26-year-old Insta model no, lives in me, Venice Beach. No, tell me you're lying. I tell me you're lying. No, I, we talked about this. We we dismissed him and we said I he don't would remember not be this. a bad boyfriend. Remember when we were looking for celebrity boyfriends for you? I thought he could be one. <laughs> then we found and we out fell about, in love with him on <laughs> Wings. Did you guys know Not David, David Duchovny. Duchovny. No, he was oh, on Wings. You're no, thinking of Tim Daly was on yes. Wings. Yeah. But is Tim Daly the one that's flip-flopping or David Duchovny? David Duchovny. Okay, thank you. Because yeah. I don't want Tim Daly cheating on Tilly. No, no. They're very happy together. Okay. What yeah. did you say, Rocco? Well, I didn't. I mean, yeah, so he was in the news for sort of having a political song. But did you know he has like three albums? Yeah, yeah. Is it any good, Rocco? I have not listened. No, it's not going to be any good. (laughs) I listened to you. You dismiss it already, but three. Well, let's just get back to acting and let's just get back to Well, he's in something. He's in something, The Craft Legacy. It didn't do very well. No, it sounds terrible. By the way, your third day in a row update of what's happening on Don't Worry, Darling, the movie set, Olivia Wilde's directing it, (laughs) Harry Styles, Chris Pine. It's the third day update on a movie that's going to be released in 2023. It doesn't matter. It's so exciting. First of all, so exciting. You know, I love it. Who, what a great, it sounds like a 50s movie title. Don't worry, Darling. I mean, you think of all the. You know, movies like Doris, Dan, they always would have these catchy snacks. Don't worry, darling. Move over for mom. I I don't know what I'm saying. But anyway, this movie does take place in the 50s. Dita Von is in it. Give me me what? Guess what? What? Filming has stopped. Why? Florence Pugh is in it, too. Um, Nick Kroll. Oh, Gemma Chan, you know, from... um, Yes, beautiful, crazy mysteries. Yes. Well, guess what? It's been shut down by Hollywood. Well, because why? COVID or something? That's right. The Rona. New line confirmed. It uh, wasn't any of the principal cast or anyone, um, but it was someone who was in close proximity to them. So it was a crew member. All right, there you go. Anyway, Castle Lavoo. You'll, you'll keep us updated. Now I want to go back but to, I just want you to know, my boyfriend Matthew McConaughey. We're not going to be seeing any photos from the set now for two weeks. So I thought you would welcome this Hollywood news for me. That you can't talk about it for a while. You, that's but right. The Royals will pop up, and you'll fill it with that. But All right, Julia. I've got a story for you on Matthew okay. McConaughey. So we were talking yesterday about his bongo thing and everything, and I'm listening. He's keeping me company in um, Green Lights, his new book. So this is something that I don't know if you guys knew, but um, he auditioned for the role of Jack in Titanic. Oh yes, and yes. he and he I never heard this, and he was certain he that it. he got the part. In fact, he said the producers even told him, "This is what we're looking for. You've got it." The audition went great. He actually did think he had it, and of course, it went to Leonardo DiCaprio. But he. Can't see anybody else. Can't see anybody Mm -mm. else. Mm -mm. Um, He lost the 50 pounds for the Dallas Buyers Club. So what happened when he decided he wasn't going to do the rom-coms anymore? And he lived in Texas. He moved his family to Texas to have the kids, and they lived there. Um, He didn't get any offers for 20 months. And then all of a sudden, Magic Mike comes. uh, Mud comes. Dallas Buyer Clubs. He said well, by unbranding himself yeah. and going away completely, going they wanted him. He was so great in Magic Mike. Oh, and he was so beautiful. 
Mm-hmm. He had the V like no V we've mm-hmm. ever seen. But when mm-hmm. he lost the 50 pounds for the Dallas Buyer Club, <laughs> yeah, he did it by, if you remember, we talked about this before. He did it by um, drinking as much wine as he wanted, eating fish, sometimes made in the dishwasher, <laughs> tapioca pudding and tapioca pudding. But we de- we really thought that he kind of lost his look after that Rocco because he got so skinny. Oh, after Dallas by yeah. yeah, I mean, really got skinny. But anyway, there's just a little just a little update. I was on just Matthew. reading about the uh, Cameron passing on McConaughey for for uh, Leonardo. That he, I guess he, I guess James Cameron talked about it on this night show last year oh. and said when he auditioned. They auditioned McConaughey first, and they liked him. Then when they brought in DiCaprio, he said, you know, usually it's just a one-on-one thing. He said when they brought him in, all the women in the in the building kind of gathered around to get a glimpse of him and just be around him, and he thought, wow, maybe this guy's got some magnetic well, personality. And oh. having seen both of them on the red carpet, Matthew McConaughey is not tall. tall. Leonardo yes, DiCaprio is 6'2". And he stands out. He really does, just by virtue of his height. McConaughey is very handsome, but he's like 5'8". Yep. So, you know, from behind, yep. with his clothes on, he looks like any other guy. But you see Leonardo DiCaprio even from back. You're right. He stands out. He's just literally. Yeah, that's interesting. And I think Matthew McConaughey would have looked too old against Kate well, Winslet. Well, I always thought Kate Winslet looked she too looked old older for, for Leo, but Leonardo. Like the but they were the same age. She looks so much older, I thought. She's one of those women that have an older face at a young age. I give you Bella Hadid and yes. Faye Dunaway. Yes. And a young Meryl Streep. I'm just glad always... you didn't say me. Well, <laughs> yes. You know, I just looked up to see how tall Leonardo DiCaprio is. Mm-hmm. And Google also wanted you to know it. Do you, do you know how tall Leonardo, Leonardo da Vinci was? Oh, how? Okay, five four, nine. Five oh, nine. Was? I'm impressed by that. <laughs> All right, All right listen, we got to go. It's time for the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hey, Holly. Hello. Hello. We, we're saying this week kind of went by faster than we thought with all the excitement of Project Town and Dirty. We thought this would be a slow week, but it has been galloping along with all it the has. excitement. Yes, there are excitements in various <laughs> avenues that, right. that help the pace of things go along. Uh, so we'll move to this Dirt Alert update. You, know, I think you guys talked about this at the bottom of the three o'clock hour, uh, but uh, Justin Bieber's former pastor out at Hillsong East Coast Church now, the church made an announcement late last night, you know, kind of burying the news. Yeah. We're all distracted with a lot of other busy news cycles. And they said that Carl Lenz is out over, quote, leadership issues and breaches of trust, plus a recent revelation of moral failures. Well, this afternoon, Carl Lenz is opening up on his Instagram account about those moral failures, mm. saying that he cheated on his wife. Oh, he came right he came out, out and, and said it. Sex, yep. Yes, he said, I was unfaithful in my marriage the most important relationship in my life and held accountable for that. This failure is on. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Me and me alone and I take full responsibility for my actions. And I'll bet you he was getting blackmailed oh. and he was taking money from the church to pay. That's off. the other All part right. of oh, wow. if you read yep. what he was fired for. Yes. Um, the action was not taken lightly. It was done the best interest. They could have had him arrested, maybe. Wow. Leadership issues, breaches of trust. That means he stole money. Yep. And then the woman or person, someone was, you know, probably yeah. blackmailing them. Oh, jeez. Right. Because that statement, you're exactly right, Lori. It's plus a recent revelation of moral failure. So the cheating was just kind of the cherry on top. They were like, oh, well, you're out. You're also behaving this way. This way. And then we can't trust you because we can't explain where $250,000 is gone or whatever it is. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that part isn't public yet, but I'm sure that the story will reveal itself as time moves on. So if you're not familiar, Familiar with Carl Lentz. He's a guy who baptized Justin Bieber in somebody's hot tub in New York City. It was profiled in GQ magazine. They wrote a big mm-hmm. profile on the Hillsong Church and uh, Carl Lentz and Justin Bieber's involvement in it because it's not only Justin Bieber who was going to this church at one point in time. It was Selena Gomez. It was Kendall and Kylie. The Kardashians, yep. Yep, the Kardashians. Chris Pratt. Yes, Chris Pratt mm-hmm. heavily involved in that. And I think that he's gone now to an offshoot of that. But a very highly influential religious religious organization in the world of Hollywood and reading some of the blind item gossip about Hillsong. Apparently Scientology is very jealous of Hillsong's ability to recruit young, rich Hollywood into their fold. Well, people are on to Scientology. We're not on to Hillside yet. Right. Well, but what I'm saying is that Scientology envious that people are going to this organization and not Scientology. Well, right. As a source of, you know, spiritual fulfillment. So and, let's say. But Hillsong does have, I mean, it is, I mean, what is the, I think L. Ron Hubbard said it, the quickest way to make um, making money is starting a church, start a religion and yeah. charge people for yeah. it. And there's a lot of stuff coming out there. Do you know who this do moi is on Instagram? It's kind of a celebrity blind item Insta. They have to, okay. Do moi has been breaking little stories right and left. Yes. But he, he just said there's, or she, I don't even know who it is, that like the L.A. church founders of, of Hillsong have a home on Newport Beach's back bay. There's a lot of high living at the pastor level of this church. Yes. And kind of it was started up with good intentions in Australia, but it's being used like a lot of people are making a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, in in the GQ profile that was published in mm-hmm. 2015, I read it this morning, and one of the things that stuck out to me was Carl Lentz, uh, the author of the profile, noted that he was going to the Knicks game dressed head to toe in Saint Laurent, mm-hmm. not not cheap, not cheap, and, exactly. and not humble as a pastor. Yeah, and apparently, like you've got to immediately tie your earnings 
10% of your earning yep. to even go to this place. And it was very clicky. And the, yeah, I guess yeah. people were only nice to the, it was like high school, only nice to the popular rich kids. Yep. Yeah. And, and when the author asked Carl Lentz about his outfit versus what what's going on in the sermons, he basically deflected and questioned the line of questioning where it was like, well, mm-hmm. okay, I see you. You're not really answering the question that the uh, mm-hmm. I think the they could have got the police mm-hmm. involved with uh, okay. Carl. Yeah, is I what I think it. happened. Mm-hmm. So we'll move on to that to somebody else who is having more financial legal trouble. It's Mel B. So Mel B. <gasps> is claiming she's going to go bankrupt if a judge doesn't lower her five hundred thousand dollars she's been ordered to pay her to her ex husband Stephen Belafonte, and uh, she's asking the judge. To lower the $400,000 in legal fees plus $100,000 in accounting fees she was ordered to pay her ex-husband, Stephen Belafonte, she told the judge, I will effectively be insolvent and will all in likelihood have to file for bankruptcy. She said, I simply do not have the ability to pay such an exorbitant sum. Well, I guess she'll... They, they can easily prove that, can't yeah. they? With what she's got in the bank and stuff? She really did get... You know, screwed. She got screwed by that guy. That's and then why you get just... prenups when you get to be a certain age and you've got some money. We yeah. want prenups. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, Mel and Belafonte divorced three years ago, and they've been in a contentious legal battle ever since. And Mel B has abandoned her efforts to move her daughter to the UK to live with her because she can't afford the fees to continue the legal battle. She's just like, I've given up. Mm-hmm. So that's really sad. This guy was a douche from the beginning, mm-hmm. and he hoodwinked her, and she really thought he was Steve, the big Harry Belafonte's. Um, he represented himself as his kid or something. Yeah, and he wasn't. No, I know. Yeah. 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 And you know, going back to that Carl Lentz, the yeah, Hillsong from pastor. The Mm-hmm. Um, Roger Freeman from Showbiz 411 reprinted what he wrote about Carl Lentz five years ago. And that was that Carl Lentz had, used to run a ministry out of the state of Washington. And he basically got booted out of there. Well, the IRS revoked their church status and then they, they didn't file taxes and he was dodging and there was money stuff. And then he went to California. And anyway, Roger was like, there's this guy is shaky because careful if you go to his church and start tithing yeah Ooh, messy messy mm-hmm. messy Ugh. speaking of messy colton underwood has archived all of his instagram photos just a day after he and his ex cassie randolph have uh, settled the restraining order against him so he's doing that thing that What's celebrities that like yeah. to do well he just oh. like cleaned out his yes. instagram account mm-hmm. no posts yet okay. which is a very thirsty instagram move if you ask me okay and finally uh you have, if you have an Apple phone, if you have Apple products, the operating system 14.2 is here. That might mean nothing to you, but you get new emojis. Is that what we're getting? Because it's going to update tonight automatically. Yes. So you're going to have oh, such a emo- scared. Be very afraid when Apple does that. Oh, God. <laughs> People are going to be crabby. Oh, well, you get such emojis as the dodo bird, boba tea, a beaver, a boomerang, and what the internet is calling the Italian gesture. Oh, the fingers put pursed together, you know, and you're you're waving what? your hand. At, yeah, come on, yeah. come so, on. So when you get that, go forth and send. All right, <laughs> thank you. Yes, you're welcome. All right, well, let's do a little my talk traffic. Um, maybe don't use the emoji hand gesture while you're driving. She has a theory. All right, it's and it was just made up five seconds ago. Oh, I'm sure, Julia. It this? has to do with carrots and something no, else. No, no, this is so 
exciting. Okay. Kind of. Can we be the judge of that, Rocco? Yes, you can be. <laughs> but okay. this, this is what got me interested in this theory because I thought, we've talked about it, how like some people can't smell stinky asparagus pee. Right. And they isolated what is the chemical that you can't smell. Well, they've done it again and they tested it in a place where we know they eat a lot of this, Iceland. And the subject is fish and the topic <laughs> is smell. Okay. Okay. Because mm-hmm. some Are people we- can't smell anything that smells like stinky fish. Well, all right. This could be convenient st- or for many reasons, but it's... <laughs> but I, but I, digress. I digress. It isn't Sex Monday. Mm, that's mm-hmm. right. No. A small contingent, just a small percentage of people carry this mutation that makes them completely immune to the odious funk that wafts off fish. Okay, there that was so many right. great words there. Odious, uh, funk, oh yeah. and waft. waft. Yeah, I know. Thank you. Okay, was... those were, I'm very impressed. Okay. Because I would have pronounced it odious, <laughs> farts, and something else. And it was a study of 11,000 people, and this was published in the journal Current Biology. <laughs> I get a lot from this one. Okay, really a lot. And um, I'm sure you do. And 11,000 people were in Iceland because Icelandic people, fish is... That's what they do. They, it's they're a lot surrounded of eating, by water. They're surrounded <laughs> by water, but it's a lot of fresh fish. I yes. mean, when we were there, I mean, fish, 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 you saw fishermen. And I mean, it was just... Really? Yeah. Heavy fish diet, <laughs> the Icelandic people. And 98% of Icelanders are put off by stinky fish, but 2% of the population isn't. So they decoded, blah, blah, blah. They had they had six sniffing snatches. What? Sniffing snatches? No, I didn't mean no. to say that. Wait, what did they do? Not six snatches. <laughs> yeah, let's not say that again. Yeah. Now you know, Marvie beats me, yeah. of course. Yeah. Sniffing snacks. No, sniffing <laughs> snacks. Six participants had to take a whiff of six... <laughs> it's so hard to say. Say it. Fast. A whiff of six sniffing sticks. There you go. Okay, which they were pens. These sniffing sticks <laughs> are pens that were imbued, if as oh, it were. So much good here. Wafted and odious. <laughs> imbued with these odors mm-hmm. resembling the recognizable sense of cinnamon. Peppermint, banana, licorice, lemon, and fish. And they had to ask, can you identify it? And then rate, is it pleasant? How do you like it? The reek of fish, the fish (laughs) pen sniff stick. (laughs) Easy for you to say. You did navigate that pretty well. Thank you. It was pretty recognizable right away and received by far the lowest pleasantness ratings (laughs) among the six sniffing sticks of pen. (laughs) But a small group of people consistently would, they welcome this Piscine perfume. I love it. Which is Italian. Italian Mm -hmm. Um, And they call this, they said anyway, uh, they found that people would go, oh, that smells like caramel 
or oh, really? roses. Okay, that far off. It's like being colorblind. Exactly. And because we most people carry this thing, that will, it's called TMA. And it's this thing that is in rotten or fermented fish or food. Like, you know, some people can't stand the smell of kimchi, which is yes. fermented pickled cabbage. cabbage. I love kimchi. Very spicy, yes. but some you either love it yes, or hate exactly. it with your nose. So, it's like pickled, um, but pickled herring is another one. Ugh. And it, it, while I was reading this very in-depth study, <laughs> writing down my good hard words, I did find um, uh, this little thing in the bottom of the study is that they do theorize that way back in the caveman days of of people, mm-hmm. that being able to smell something rotten would keep you from getting sick. That that's why it yes. was developed. That's why it's there for people. Okay, so... Even if you were really hungry... You, yeah. You, you're, who could smell? Who could smell? Um, so anyway, and you know... There we go. There we go. That's what I, we Is there have. anything about feet? I do happen to have the stinky foot study. Because I saw the headline and I thought of somebody. <sighs> you have hot foot. Oh, Joey, I had to take off my bowling shoes <laughs> three times last night. And again, isn't it just one foot that you have? It's one foot. <laughs> it's one foot and she just it just sweats profusely. No, it gets hot. It wasn't even that sweaty. It's hot and it's 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 tingling. Okay. I don't know what the hell is going on with this foot, but I'm not going to see a doctor about it. It's been going on too long, and it means nothing. It doesn't. Does it you... means my shoes are tied too tight. My foot is hot. Um, I'm working it too hard. I've got a million excuses. <laughs> she gets it when she's sitting across from me. I'm working that damn foot so hard it's hot. Okay. Now i got to quit sitting here. Okay, Rocco, would you say you're a stinky-footed man? Meaning, um, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, I'm not. Okay, I have stinky foot. I got my stinky feet from my dad. It is the one thing that I have cursed him for giving me. The only thing you have that I don't. Oh, yeah. No, my dad, (laughs) like he would make us, like our family would laugh and laugh even though we'd be running. But if he was gone on something for, you know, a training exercise on the base or something, and he would come back and he would take off his boots and we ah, do it in the garage do it outside leave them outside yeah yeah so anyway my dad's got the stinky foot well there has been a breakthrough with the nano nanoparticle that might be here to save us all because those of us who have this problem like (laughs) me when i've gone on ski trips i've been asked to put my boots outside and let them get frozen and cold and hopefully that will help the odor because they can't be in the house because when they warm up they stink so bad yeah. if you have stinky foot. If you have stinky foot, right. And all my friends that have ever skied with me, and you skied with me right away, you learned that right away about me. And I said to you, I have stinky feet. When they sweat. <laughs> <laughs> and skiing your feet sweat, right? No, they don't. Mine freeze. No. You just have hot foot. No, I think people... I've never been that warm in the ski boot to have my foot sweat. Well, maybe you don't do as much but, cat watching as I do. <laughs> but again, Lori only skis on 40 degree days in sunny pack powder. Right. Okay. So anyway, it's just, there's these socks that are coated in zinc oxide nanoparticles oh. that is can prevent bromodosis. Oh, good old bromo. Which is a fancy word for... Foot odor. Foot odor. And, and um, I don't have pitted keratolysis, which is a bacterial <laughs> infection that leads to stinky foot. 
I've how do you know? Because I I know I don't. You've been I, tested. I've been tested, and uh, Casey would tell me he had a smelling stick. Yeah, he had a smelling stick. I don't sock. have stinky feet except after I've been like you know working out or skiing or doing yeah. something where the foot could sweat. sweat. Yeah. Okay. Even my locker at the bowling alley doesn't stink, and I put in my bowling shoes once a week. Oh, you do. All yeah. right. So anyway, it so was it's a div- performance fiber for and your it, socks. And it was, div- it was. You know what I like about this story? It was developed in Minnesota. No, it was developed by the Royal Thai Air Force. Oh, we knew we could get a royal story here, <laughs> and the Queen commissioned this study because it had dogs in it. No, and I'll tell you why the Royal Thai Air Force makes so much sense because there's no place where there's stinky feet and bacterial infections more than the feet of people in the military because you're in wet stuff or you're in wet, wet stuff, stuff or you're yeah. marching or you're doing something over some kind of terrain yeah. and you've got your boots on yeah. for 24 hours it's the military people that that have commission okay so anyway for example over a third of naval cadets deal with foot problems well, I believe it. Yeah. All right, there we go. And people wearing ZNONP coated socks had fewer foul odors than the other soldiers. Okay, this is And this, this was presented this is revolutionary. at the 29th annual European Academy of Dermatology and Venerology. What 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 is venerology? I don't know. <laughs> it's related to dermatology. It must be a skin feet, thing. Maybe. Feet, feet venner, venner, vascular. I mean, bladder. I don't know. Anyway, they're continuing to study and research bacterial <laughs> and fungal infections. This is exciting. This could be a never-ending report for me. <laughs> what a theory. This I, is... What is the theory? What is the theory there on is, either of these things? The theory is on this is that there is something we can do. The socks are coming. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a theory. That's a statement. <laughs> the theory is the socks are coming and, and to the, a store the other, near you. The, the stinky fish story. That the theory is that there is no word I can't pronounce. <laughs> 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 I mean, boy, because like I said, it's we never get a theory, and then she has to while she's reading the story make up a theory, and so I'm always like, I'm worried. It's an art, it, Lori. I mean, bravo. So many good words. They're Plus, we had waft, the, waft. We had the magic of the six, six sniffing sticks. Six, yeah, that's that pretty really, good. But anyway, you can see how um, that could come in handy in certain <laughs> situations, especially <laughs> Royal especially, Thai Air Force. Yes, that one too. If you're <laughs> okay, in, you might if you're incapacitated with the TAA R five gene. It means you're immune to stinky fish. Just FYI, if you see that oh, number gosh. floating around right. anywhere. It'll be come back on your, um, what is that, Celebrity and Me, or what is that, that Ancestry and yes, Me? You can find right. out. You can put it on there. <laughs> yeah, speaking of stinky fish, we're still waiting for people to call in to say that they made salmon in their dishwasher. Because we, nobody... The phones have not been ringing off the hook. Yeah, nobody has done it. It's an urban legend. It was some lazy person's way of trying to get us to fall for a dumb way to cook our fish when I we love have it. a perfectly the good stove. <laughs> and that is a theory also. This, I will is, this is brilliant. This was just brilliant. All right. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> oh, that is a good and sappy song. You come over and 
and it's all the right. Yeah, She's got a beautiful voice, yeah, Julia Michaels. She really it's does. Beautiful. All right, that's in my sappy song list. You know, I've got that one going too. It's not to be confused with the love list. Yeah, there's a sappy song list. Okay, thank What's you. On the love list. Oh, I'll tell you that later. You have to be privileged to find out. You kind of... It's just music it's just, to screw to. Yeah. No, I yeah. Know what's on it. That's Starts what's on out it. with yeah. genuine. Right. <laughs> it's getting hot in here. Um, okay. Oh. I've got the giggles today. Lori's been exceptionally silly. Oh, geez. With her sniffing snicks. Okay. Uh, it's been 15 years since Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson, Rachel McAdams, and Isla Fisher were in... The, the Wedding, wedding crashers. crashers that came out. I loved th- that, that movie, movie. You can still watch all the time. Two thousand and five, and he's uh, doing some promotions for a movie of his that comes out next Friday called Freaky, which is Freaky is Vince Vaughn is a killer turned teenager opposite Catherine Newton. So think Freaky Friday, sure, but with a guy with a scary twist. All right, and, but anyway, but he's talking to Entertainment Tonight, and they asked him about. Uh, the Wedding Crashers, and he said, Owen and I and the director have been talking for the first time seriously about a sequel to oh. that movie. So there has been an idea that is pretty good, and we're talking about it, and it's in the early stages. I love that. Did you love that? And you know who else? Bradley Cooper was in that. Yes. Yeah. Wedding Crashers? Yeah, mm-hmm. and he was the snotty boy boy. Yeah, friend. he said it's a fun movie to make. Oh, and anyway, th- so that is just a little. That's he's a- never really. We've never had anything no. confirming about that. Or remember when we about- saw him in the bar in Chicago? Oh, so he's tall dreamy. And beautiful. He's, he's dreamy. I always liked that him. That was Jennifer Aniston's uh, bridge. Bridge after mm-hmm. Brad Pitt because they did that horrible movie called Roommates or something. What was it called? I don't know, but she's naked. We just see her from behind yeah. the silhouette. I vividly remember that. Casey was, and I went to the theater. And, and she did that one, and then she did the one with the Clive Owen lookalike guy, who is uh, Jerry something. You know, where she was the bounty hunter, and she... Oh, yeah. Um, whatever his name is. You know what I'm talking about? Kind of. The English guy. All right. All right, so thank you for sharing. And mm-hmm. Rocco, did Wait, you like... Jennifer Aniston was naked in a movie, is that what you said? The probably, yeah, yeah in the one with Vince Vaughn. Mm. But it's really kind of disappointing naked because it's silhouette naked. The it's breakup? like The breakup. It's like, yeah, the breakup. It's like opening Playboy and it's all caricatures or looking at something and it's with all... With scarves. The, yeah, with I mean, it was like, you know, there was no real skin. Like, she did not make Dr. Skin... Oh right, you know that celebrityskin.com. Right? Yeah, when yeah. when they oh. do the year end wrap oh, up, right. that's the best nude scene. Okay, so thirty years ago, Nicolas Cage won nearly twenty thousand dollars playing roulette in the Bahamas. He um, did he play Black Seventeen? Well, I'm going to tell you what he played. He said he. This is what he said. He said I was in the Bahamas. I walked in a casino. As we know, there are casinos. We stayed at a property with the casino. So fun. So fun. I felt like I had my mojo with me. Like nothing could go wrong. My game was roulette. I went in with two hundred dollars. I didn't miss a number. So much so that even the lady spinning the wheel said, "Nothing sweeter than a repeater." <laughs> That's what that's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) And in twenty minutes, I turned two hundred dollars into twenty thousand dollars. How fun! And this is what he said. So I went and found an orphanage in the Bahamas, met all the kids and the headmistress, and said, "This is for you." I put the twenty grand in her hand, walked away, and never gambled again. Wow! Because if I did, it would ruin the power of that moment. 
Jeez, that's quite a little a gambling story. And you know, he was in leaving Las Vegas. He lives in Las Vegas, and and he lives in Las Vegas, but doesn't gamble. Mm-hmm. And he says, um, "I've seen it destroy people of all the yeah. odi- addictions. I think it's the worst." And wow. so um, that is a really great story. That's what Nicholas. I thought. I've only had that for hang on for probably a month because it was the same day 28 years ago that Madonna's 1992 literary masterpiece Sex came out. Mm. 28 years ago, Larry. Do you guys have a copy of that? My brother Roy's brother does, does mm. but it fell apart. He opened it. He he opened it and like the if the book was so heavy, the binding kind of everything kind of came apart on that book. Hmm. It's a very it had like a metal binding. Yeah. He won't even really let us look at it or touch it. He's saving it for something. Like my Millie Vanilli C D. Maybe. I'm I saying. don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he's saving it or he just doesn't want the book to fall apart anymore. Well, right. I when he got it, I looked at it, you know, like you know, I was just like was it Why worth didn't it? I think of that? Well, like, you you would you had probably more real had, estate. You I, had more sexual real estate. No, at but the I time. wish like that would be kind of a fun picture like thing. That why didn't they think of taking those kinds of pictures? You know, naked and a fur. My coat dad had him. My dad had <laughs> a Polaroid camera, and we got to meet a lot of weekend mommies with yeah. the poofs via yeah. the Polaroids that were left out on the top of the dresser. Yeah. No, I always liked how your dad had those artfully <laughs> he'd, arranged he'd on his dresser. Rocco. And, yeah. and when what, my, what did you say? The weekend mommies with poops? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, my, the my Polaroid dad, My dad was a player. Yeah. I mean, we had weekend mommies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but when he passed, yeah, he, he Casey, like, Casey divided up. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, or pie made with fresh, cosmic, crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.